Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Well, on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out a bad seat, broken in a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad, out of bad day, bad law, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Verona Palatia, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny just asked me uh, if I had already done my show. And I was like, I'm going on the air right now, Granny. She's like, what time is it? I'm like, it's like, Quarter to ten, she's like, well, pass me that stick of meat breath, idiot face, in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people dressed in plastic bags, return to travel in some kind of fashion, shake it up, you do that. I'm a friend to come around, fight the fights a party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess, this town's tired of my brain, splattered all over Manhattan, you do be sure I got oh. So anyway, uh, I'm with Carver High tonight, toll-free, the number 844-843-6879. If I'm too fast for you, 844-843-6879. Huge penalty. They just called on the Bruins with 215 left in the game. And really, all I have to say about that is, uh, all I have to, I mean, I think that uh, that's a, a get-even call because, they gave him two power plays in the third. The Bruins, am I am I right about that? Two two third period power plays, start of the period, and then with about nine minutes left, they gave him another one. I thought, you know, I won't argue with the Bailey trip. I mean, I could see the call. I it was, it was so unintentional. It wasn't funny. I I didn't think he was trying to trip him. I just no. think the guy tripped over his uh, skate and he called it, and the fans went ballistic. And I actually think, frankly, they owed him one. But I got a, I got a hard time swallowing calling it with two minutes left in well, the game. He, I mean, he, honestly. Here's my it's thing. It's like, here, you, you can have it. Win the game right here. With, with the Bailey thing. And, and you're right about this. Here's my problem with the Bailey call. They swallowed the whistles the whole entire game. There were three or four worse penalties on both sides that were not called when they made that Bailey call, which was ridiculous. So, you know what? You're right. I don't like a penalty with two minutes left either. You want to? It probably was a give back because those other two power plays for both teams. Islanders had one. Bruins had one. They were both high sticks. They were easy calls for the refs. The guys got hit in the face with sticks. These were board, okay. borderline calls. So I thought, look, look, uh, I have no bones in this at all, other than betting. I bet on uh, your Islanders. Fair enough. Uh, I'm not rooting against them. I'm not rooting for him. I'm just betting, and I'm not. I have. I'm totally the most objective guy in the room. I thought that the calls, the second call was lame, considering they'd already given him one in the third, and then you give him another one in the third to you know basically win the game, and they didn't score. So the Islanders played great defense, and I essentially, like you said. I think they owed him one, but I have a hard time. Like, I would have given him something right around that 
that penalty. Like, you know, a minute or two later, anything at all, throw the arm up. But to give it with two minutes left, it's like, here, you you take it, you know. Uh, but I got to tell you, uh, they just finished off that power play. Boston did a great job. And I mean, the Islanders were firing at this guy to Garask. Uh, the entire power play, they were firing shots on, and now they're going to overtime. We welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 204, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, near Tijuana, do you wanna? Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio, Hoorah, Soldier, Hoorah, it's Pharrell on a bench with Carver High. And on a Thursday night, we're raging, talking about the Islanders and Bruins. They just finished uh, regulation. Paggio had a great chance on a one-timer coming in from the left circle, but he fanned on it, and he had open net. Half of the net was open. If he hits it on the money, they win the game, but they didn't, and he didn't. So now they go to overtime. I will say this. I don't know the numbers specifically, but I did mention uh, to you earlier that they – they win, it seems like to me, unless I'm crazy, I, I don't even remember the last time they lost in overtime in a playoff game, the Islanders. They win every time. They win every single game in overtime. I mean, when is the last time they lost an overtime game in, in the playoffs? Look well, it up. I'll, 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 I do know, so I'll tell when you. When was it? In the bubble last year, they lost two. So they did lose two, one to the Flyers, one to the Lightning. They did lose overtime games in the bubble last year. But you're right, they also won a bunch of overtime games in the bubble. One against the Capitals, one against the Flyers, and one against the Lightning. So they so had their wins. So they were well. three and two. Yes. And they're two and okay, zero now this, uh, three and zero in this postseason. Three and zero in this one because they were all against the Penguins. Uh well they had the overtime. Or no, winner. two against the Penguins, yeah, yeah. one against two the against Bruins the other day. Correct. Games, so game games one, one and, game one and five against the Penguins in Pittsburgh. Right. Game two in Boston. Right, so that's three and zero this year, three and two last year. They're six and two in their last two years in playoff overtime games. So I couldn't be more emphatic or more correct in the sense that they just frankly don't lose in overtime. So for whatever reason, they find a way in overtime, and I think it's the, and I've said this before to you, I think it's they're a, they're a playoff built team with a great coach that knows how to shut teams down get into a 1-1-2-2 game and then beat them on a break or a bounce or an overtime and they do it every time I think the Islanders are built to win in the playoffs and in the overtimes and I don't think all these other teams are built that way and that's maybe why Trotz is so good Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling the collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. <laughs> 
Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. All right, for all on events with Carver High. So you can't argue with me. Uh, I think that they're built for success in the playoffs. I actually don't think they're built for regular season dominance or success in any way, shape, or form. I think they're a consistent team that, you know, wins more than they lose. So they're always in the meat of it. They're always in the playoff hunt. They're always in the, I think, safe zone for making the playoffs. But I think they're actually the Islanders. I think Lou and and Barry Trotz, Lou Lamarillo, I think they built this team for playoff success and for winning the Stanley Cup. And coach, like, you know, is a huge factor in that. And I think Trotz and his staff were also hired with a plan in place to not do well, but to win it all. To win it all. And to win in the playoffs and to win it all, you need the formula that they have. I don't think that formula is – like the Penguins won the, the division. The Penguins were the best team in a regular season of all of them. And the Islanders still kicked their ass because the Islanders are built for playoff success, not regular season President's Cup BS. No, I agree with you. Um, just the way that, the, like you said, the team is built. They have four lines that they don't mind putting on the ice at any moment of the game. Like when they start overtime right now – all four lines of the Islanders are going to be rolling out there. And there's teams that, when you get into tight situations like this, they don't play their fourth line or they don't play their third defensive pair because they don't trust them in big spots. And the Islanders are built with their structure and their defensive style to play all their guys and to to grind you down. And I agree with you. They're built for playoffs, not for regular season. They do enough to get by in the regular season. They just want to get there. And when they get there, that's when they try to do their damage. Right. I also think, and I want to get into uh, Barzal with you. I think, you know, we've talked about him before. He's a special player. I think he's without a doubt the best player on the Islanders. I think there's other guys that are very important to their success. But I think Barzal is the most talented hands and feet on the, you know, eye, hand, feet. You know, I always believe in eye, hand for, for scoring and deflections and positioning with eye hand guys that are magical with their eyes, make plays guys that are magical with their eyes, drop dimes guys that are magical. See the ice guys that are magical, like Wayne Gretzky and Barzal. He has the eye hand and feet, right? You know that. And it's uh, when I go scout a kid, like when I went and saw, you know, NHL players, uh, Uwe Krupp's kid play or whatever. uh, I'm like, you know, I see the, I see the hands and the feet. I see the, I see the, the, 
that kid skates better than every kid in the community, every kid in the county, every kid in the state. He's got the footwork. He's got the hands. He's going to the NHL. I see one now. I told you about this kid a million times on my show. I know he's going to the NHL. He's already been uh, invited. He's going to the U.S. Olympic training in Michigan. He's going to live there, play there. He'll be on the Olympic team in two years. And I believe in four years, he'll be in the NHL without a doubt. Like he's already got an offer to every single school in, in division one that matters in hockey. He's got a ride all, on every one of them, full ride, every single school. You can't even name a school. He hasn't got a full ride to already. And he's got the hands and the feet. Barzal's got the eye, hand, feet that stand out to me on that team without a doubt. There's a bunch of really good players on the team, but he's the best. And he has been shut off like a water valve in the playoffs. He has done nothing. And it's because teams have concentrated on him and focused their attention on stopping him, like trying to stop LeBron James. It's the key to everything. The Penguins tried to stop him, and now the Bruins are getting sucked into it where they spend their entire devotion to Barzal. And finally tonight, he cracked the egg and got the wraparound. And the wraparound missed, but his second crack at it and his punching at it and his whacking at it Popped it over the skate and into the goal. So it was the it was the second and third effort that he gave that makes him a special player. And to see him finally crack that egg, Mike, was a huge thing for your team because I know that kid's frustrated as hell that he's played in um, whatever it is. What, what was the Penguins? Six games, yeah, and now so you're nine, in game yeah. three. Nine games without a single goal for him is like that's like no sex for three months. No, and it's been hard, you know, the, the the transition for him the last couple of years, you know, because Barry Trotz, and he had this thing with Ovechkin too, it, it's, it takes him a while. These are He's such a gifted, talented offensive player that what do you want to do? You just want to fly and score goals and do all that. And Trotz has to reel him in and say, I need you to play a 200-foot game. That's how we're going to win. And at times, it's, you know, he's... He's benched Barzi a little bit, or he's been hard on him because he wants him to play the whole rink. Barzi wants to rack up points. So the evolution of him to where he's gotten to this point where, yeah, he hasn't had a goal yet in this playoff, but he's still been doing all the other things on the rink. And Trotz has been saying after every game, it's going to come for Matthew. He's doing all the right things. And sure enough, now tonight, you saw it. Second effort, third effort, boom. He finally gets one. Huge lift for the Islanders to see that. Well, happen. I think he's, uh, you know, strangely enough, kind of turning into like Crosby. I think he's got the same body, the same legs, the same speed, the same hips, the same hands. Um, obviously, he's faster than Crosby now because he's a lot younger. But he's he's becoming that player where Crosby only scored and did magical things on one end of the ice. And until he became a two-way player – uh, that's when he started winning Stanley Cups, right? Yeah, I think Barzal's just like him. It's true, and, and and there's been times where Barzell, you know, he took a lot of frustration penalties, like in the offensive zone, like he'd lose a puck and he'd whack a guy with a slash. And you know, when we do that stuff with Trotz, Trotz sits you for ten minutes. You know, it's just he doesn't tolerate that stuff. So it's taken Barzi a while to kind of get into that trots flow and now he does and his points come and his goals come and uh it's been slow for him in these playoffs and i know he's playing with a you know not a great skilled winger in Komarov, who's kind of there to help with the defensive game but he's still one of the most talented guys in this league and he shows it on a nightly basis he's um i i think learning how to do all those things that you mentioned that you know barry wants him to do to play the whole sheet and then you know, both ends and in the neutral zone, be smarter 
And I think it really boils down to when are you going to grow up and play disciplined leadership right. type hockey, like total discipline. <laughs> like you're not going to slash some guy. I'm going to sit your ass for 10 minutes until you learn how to be disciplined as a leader. And look, and give Trotz credit for this. He did it with Ovi because before Barry Trotz got to D.C., Ovechkin, same way, tons of points, never won. Barry made him play a 200-foot game. What happened three years later? Ovechkin won a cup. You know, he yeah. finally won his cup. And, and, and that was a lot to do with him, you know, changing his style to Trotz's style. And, and it works. And what happened when he left? Yeah, and what, they haven't won a playoff series since. <laughs> yeah, because he went back to being who he was without any, no one tells him, no one tells him what to do. Right. Because Trotz did, and then Reardon didn't do it, and uh, then uh, uh, who is it now? Well, La, uh, Laviolette. Laviolette. La he didn't do it because like, I think Ovi has more juice than the coach. Like oh, yeah. he's got more power than the coach. He doesn't listen to coaches any more than LeBron James does. So I think Ovi went from Trotz discipline and. Uh, a two-way player, you have to be smart and play like a leader with discipline and do the right things the whole game. You have to do everything right. You can't just skate and snipe and score and stand around in the circle waiting for the puck and a one-timer. You have to do both ends of the ice. You have to hit guys. You have to forecheck. You have to backcheck. You have to skate the length of the ice. You have to take your shifts. You have to get your rest, get your fluids, do everything right, and then win the Stanley Cup. The minute he left, he went back to being his old self. I'm in charge. The coach has no juice. The coach has no power. And the Capitals have sucked ever since. It's true. And, and that's exactly what happened. 100% true. Uh, I, I mean, it really is. And now I think your boy is on the cusp of a, of a Stanley Cup with this guy. I think if he's ever going to win another one, obviously, it'll be in uh, Long Island. Um. I think the window, I don't, you know, I don't know what his window's like, you know, age-wise and how long they're going to put up with it, but they're so good now, I think that, you know, he'll get one and, and Barzell will get one. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? 
It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a Remax agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. Remax is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study, each office independently owned and operated. Oh, here they are to win it. Oh, big save. Rebound, big save. Oh, my God. Tuka Rask just made two gigantic saves, one of them on Barzal. And I don't even know who had the second one. I got to look at it again. Barzal had the first one. Rask made the save with a big kick rebound. You tell me who uh, who had these. Uh, first one is Barzal. Oh, Eberly had the first one, but Barzal the second. Oh, my God. He saved both of them. Eberly from the top of the circle, a beautiful shot, toe save. And then Barzal, he stoned with his chest. I mean, they should have won the game right there in overtime. That's what they do. They win in overtime. So, And you said they almost scored a minute in. So there you go. One other note real quick. Um, what are we doing here, Carver High? When is that happening? When are we having Joe? Uh, 11.25. All right. So Joe Lisi. Uh, oh. All right, so let me tell you what I was going to say. The a game, the other game of interest is Denver and Portland right now with Denver trying to eliminate the Blazers, and they're about to. So there's about um, three minutes left, 3.15 and rolling, and they're down. This game's over. They're down 11. This game's over. And you know why it's over? Because they weren't letting Damian Lillard uh, have the ball. I got Norman Powell missing layups. I got every guy on the team missing shots. But the guy that is the only superstar, the only one that has the ability to bring him back or to win the game, never touched the ball. I mean, that's all you need to know. Uh, He didn't have the ball in his hands in the last five minutes until just now he had his first layup. And they, they had Norman Powell bricking layups, missing, like, Norman effing Powell. What are you doing with the ball in your hands with three minutes left? Why is Damian Lillard not the only guy possessing that? I wouldn't even pass the ball to C.J. McCollum. I, I wouldn't. I would literally shoot every shot should be Damian Lillard. And instead, they're going to lose this game. They're down nine right now with two minutes left. This game's over. Boom. Back to the hockey game. I already know that game's over. That's like watching the Knicks down nine with two minutes left. The game's over. It's time to take bows. Denver wins. But this hockey game's way better than that game. That was a great game. Do you realize they were up 108-103? They were up five on the mellow and one. He had the jumper on the wing and foul and bucket, and they go up five. And then they never scored for five minutes. Boston just won the game in overtime. Marshawn with the winner. And he goes over the shoulder to beat the Islanders goalie Varlamov. Two to one, Boston. Finally, someone beats the Islanders in overtime. It's Brad Marshawn with a beautiful shot. I got to see it again, but I know he had it. I saw him jumping on the ice, and Marshawn with a ripper to beat Varlamov and a 2-1 to Boston overtime win in Game 3. So there you go. Uh, I guess what do they call that? Home ice back in their hands. They got it from their own end. McAvoy skated through the neutral zone. 
dumped it to Marchand, and he literally shot it from outside the left circle along the wall, and Varlamov got burned. I have to see how he missed this shot. How did he get this shot in? It went right over his shoulder inside was, the post. He was great tonight, but that's a bad one. He can't give that up. That's an awful goal. That's a wicked shot. A high riser from the wall. I, that's just almost an impossible angle. Paul Mary's looking at him like, what, what just happened? How did that just happen? How did that goal go in? That shot was so lucky from the wall, literally from the wall on the other side, like outside the circle, between the circle and the wall. That's where he shot it. And he just ripped a shot high over the shoulder. And I think it tinked off the post and in. It went up top, and I think it ricocheted off the post and in. Or just straight into the net. I mean, it was right there. You saw it, Carver High. I don't know. Do you think it, you think it ricocheted in off I'm the I'm watching the replay now. I've got a slow-mo here. Let's see. Uh, I mean, it's right there the, on the post. It went, off, it went off the top, you know, where the crossbar and the pipe meet right there. And it went back in. Bang. Off the crossbar and in. Right the corner right there. It, it caught the iron and, and went the right way for them. I mean, that is amazing to me because they never lose in overtime. They had they just had the greatest chance in the world with Eberle and, and uh, Barzal back-to-back on the doorstep right in a slot, and they missed both of them. Rask made the save on both of them, and he had a bad rebound out to Barzal. I thought Barzal should have won the game. Barzal got the big wide yeah. rebound. And they should have put it away. They had chances in the first two minutes of the overtime. Um, Nelson and those guys had a chance in the first minute, and then Barzal and Eberly had a chance in the second minute. They did not score, and you leave yourself open for that. Anything can happen in overtime. Is what it is. And now what? They got the home ice back. Yeah, but now the Islander season is uh, Saturday night. They got to tie it at two. That's it. They got to tie it on Saturday night or they'll be in big trouble. Uh, and you know how these series go. Well, now Denver up 121-113 with 124 left. I just I, – I think it's impossible to win this game unless – literally unless Damian Lillard uh, goes off and starts hitting three bombs again, like immediately. I mean, like they need a stop, a three, a stop, and a three. And they're still down because they're down eight. They're down eight. He's at the line. He'll make it, what, six? They're down six with a minute left. Uh, I don't know how they're going to. They don't. He's not even at the line. They're just throwing the ball in. They're inbounding it right now. So it's not like uh, he's at the line. They're down eight. This game's over. There's no way you make up those points. They get an easy layup from McCollum. Now they're down six with a minute 23 left. They need a stop of three, a stop of three. Boom, it's that simple. There's no other way. They have to stop them. They cannot foul them. They cannot let them go to the line and shoot free throws. These are NBA players, and you, you knock down one free throw of two, and you're going to win the game. So they need to stop right now. And instead, they get a miss by Joker, tip, miss, and they get a rebound. Denver gets the rebound. That's game over. How do you not get the effing rebound when they miss? Gordon hits a three, game over. That's it, game over. That's dagger, game over, you lose.
Trying to I cannot see what believe the... the Blazers went home and couldn't win a game. I, I cannot believe with Damian Lillard they couldn't win a game. That'll get uh, Stotts fired for sure. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's the end of Stotts in, in Portland. What you're seeing right now is the last 40 seconds of his coaching career. Trying to see what their biggest lead was because they had a sizable lead in the third quarter. Trying to look it up and see what it was. Oh, my God. They're so embarrassing. They're done, bro. Put a fork in them. Start the Laker game already. We don't have to sit here and watch this, do we? You know what game I want to turn on now is that I, is that Lightning game, which is a one-goal game. They uh, were it's up. Two, it's two apiece. They were up 82-68 in the middle of the third quarter. They had a 14-15 point lead for a good portion of the second half, and then they got their doors blown off in the fourth quarter. What an awful job by the Blazers. That'll get Stotts fired. You're up 82-68 in uh, a game six, and you lose, and you're done. He's done. Finished. It's a question of will they fire him tonight or tomorrow? Or will they be real respectful of him and do him on Monday? You know what I mean? Let him suffer through the weekend. He knows it's over. He knows this is his last 30 seconds coaching the Blazers. You've already heard. We had a guy on the show, Kerry Eggers, said that they're going to fire him. That covers the team, right? And it's yeah. Your boy Rod Brindamore screaming and yelling at the refs. They give the Lightning a power play with a minute left in the game. Wow. 108 left in the game, and I don't blame him. Here's another bad call by the NHL refs with a minute left, like giving the Islanders a power play with two minutes left. I'm not in favor of it at all, bro. Third period, overtime, put away the whistles, unless it's a a Mark Shifley uh, elbow to a head to ruin a guy's career. And this is the third one in 24 hours. You had the Islander one just now. You have this one with the Lightning and that one to start overtime with Vegas and Colorado last night. Right. It's, you know, and it really is the NHL refs. I mean, I honestly, I'm going to just say it. I think the NBA refs are the worst in sports. And I think the NHL refs um, are second. I mean, they ruin everything. I mean, they just literally make so many bad calls. It's just one after the next. And it's every night. It's just every game. How do you call all those overtime and third period? With a minute left in the game, you give them a power play, the best team in the league. It's embarrassing. Oh, God, the save this guy just made. With three seconds left in the game, he just made an absolute sickening glove save. Are you watching the Canes game? Oh, my God. Did you see the save to save the game? Mrazek? I mean, this is like this is like flurry for the Penguins in 09 against Detroit. Watch the save. Watch the save coming from the circle. They got five seconds left. Kucherov shoots. It misses. Hedman throws it over. Wicked shot from Hedman. A wrister. 90 miles an hour, and Mrazek made the glove save. All right, this one looks like it's headed for overtime. There's still three seconds left off the draw. It's Pharrell on the bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. All right, so uh, Denver beat the uh, Blazers. I think it was 126-115. And all I know is that the Joker had 36. And he is literally, uh, he had, they played six games. Five of them, he had 30-plus points. The guy went off every single night. And then in this game, he went for 36, eight boards, six dimes. He was 13 of 22 from the floor uh, and two of four from downtown. Now, that compares to Ice Trey. Trey Young last night, I think it was 10 of 28. 10 of 28. So, I mean, he literally missed 18 shots, right? And, and you know, and then look at Joker. He missed nine shots. So what's the difference? Well, one guy's chucking like uh, crazy and missing most of them. I mean, when you hit 10 of 28, that's terrible, right? But the difference between Ice Tray and that big number he puts up every night at 36 is the amount of fouls and the amount of time he goes to the free throw line and hits 12, 13 free throws. The guy goes to the line as much as you go to the bathroom, right? So that's how he racks up all those big games. Because, you know, he can shoot too. But when you're 10 of 28 from the floor, that sucks. That really does. That's like, Chuck, you know, meat. You're just shooting way too much and not hitting. 10 of 28 sucks. I don't care what anybody says. So, Joker is more consistent, more refined. He doesn't do as much work to get the big numbers, right? Like, he's hitting 13 of 22, and then... He's hitting two of four from downtown, and then he was eight of eight from the line. You get eight free throws, two two threes, 11 uh, mid-range. Boom. There you go. It's as simple as that. The other guy has 36, and he does it with 10 Js. He hit three threes, and all the rest were free throws. I mean, he hit seven field goals, three of them, 
you know, it makes 10. Three were threes, seven were twos, and the rest were free throws. You do the math. So I like guys that uh, are efficient, that don't miss a lot of shots, that just work, get their good looks, mid-range, whatever, elbows, knock them down, and play that way. Like, when I play, um, you know, I, like, for instance, one season I averaged, like, 20 and I'm getting, you know, it's hard to average 20 a night in any league anywhere. When you play a lot of games, you have to you have to hit the number every night to keep that number where it is, right? It's hard to average 30 a game in the NBA. You see what happens when guys like the, you know, Beal and uh, and Curry are trying for 30 a night, right? It's not, it's no joke. It's really hard to do consistently every single night. You play four nights a week, so. If you play one night a week, like I did in a league, and you only play 10 games and you got to average 20, you got to hit 20 every night plus. You can't, you can't ask 17 or 16. And then the next thing you know, you'll be down to 18, 17, 16, and so on. So I did it with, a, with efficiency. Like I would hit literally, I'd hit eight of 11 shots. And I never went to the line a lot because the refs hate me because I talk you know, to them. And I make fun of them, and I call them out, and I get technicals. Like, uh, when they're terrible, I just tell them how terrible they are. And I'm really good at it. Like, I hurt feelings. Like, when I start ripping a ref, they know exactly what they're dealing with. It's just not a winning situation for them. They tech me up. If they tech me up twice, I'm thrown out. So I keep it to one, and then the rest of the time, I just ride them, and I never cuss. Get a hold when of I yourself. ride them, you know, you can't – as a ref, you, a lot of guys ride refs. But it's when you start cussing at them and humiliating them that they tech you up. They you generally morons. don't. You know, they, they don't tech you up if you're just riding them a little bit. Like, that's a foul, Rich. That's a foul, bro. Any way you slice it, that's a foul, bro. You can't. They're not going to tech you up for that. So efficiency is what I think the difference is for Joker. Fair enough? Like, you see what I mean, Carver? You see one guy chuck it 28 times, he hits 10. You see another guy hit 13 to 22. I mean, that difference between 22 to 28 and hitting 13 as opposed to 10 is way more efficient. And you saw him after the game. Have you ever seen a big man like that covered in cuts all over his body, all over his arms and elbows and forearms and under his uh, arms? And I mean, the guy gets chopped up like a machete, like he's at a deli getting sliced like peppercorn beef. He looks like he's in Fight Club. Like he looks like he, he went a couple of rounds with, you know, Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. You know, before we went and uh, played the game. No, he's efficient. He's super efficient. That's why he's so good. That's why he's going to win the MVP this year. He's had a monster remember, year. He's not remember good. when? Um, remember when he wore the wife beater on the show and we showed yes. him on there because we he show we the, show the best the things. Deli. Like he was outside right. the deli. Right. So when when you watch Coast to Coast, we show the best interviews, the best press conferences, the best looks, the best clothes, the best hats, everything. We got the Joker wearing the wife beater outside the deli in North Jersey, having a, a calzone and a can of Pepsi uh, and all I know, and a cigarette menthol. And he looked like, I mean, did he not look like Fight Club in that video we played yeah, when he was rocking he the wife beater? Like he just <laughs> got done going four, four rounds with Brad Pitt. He did. No, we, we love, we look for basically on coast to coast. Now we're looking for either fashion 
or somebody to say something really stupid. Like those are our two uh, favorite types of videos right now. People who look silly and people who say dumb things. All right, so now we're going to start with another dumb thing, which is uh, they're treating uh, Anthony Davis tonight uh, like Willis Reed. I mean, they are playing? actually he's playing? Oh, he's playing. Oh, he's playing. And they're treating him like Willis Reed. Like uh, they are just souping it up like you have no idea. They haven't taken the camera off of him. They've shown him nonstop. You would have yeah. thought the guy had a lobotomy yesterday in a hospital. They took his brain out and studied it for CT, put it back in his skull, sewed him up, and wheeled him onto the floor, and he's, you know, brain dead. Like, they're treating him like the guy had given birth yesterday to twins and had a lobotomy. Like, they're literally treating him like he's Willis Reed. Like, they are, right now, TNT is souping up this guy, coming back with his sore onions, like he's... Literally, Willis Reed. They are treating it like this is the greatest moment in sports history that Anthony, you know, pillow Davis. This guy gets injured with his head on his pillow. I mean, he is as soft as the other side of the pillow, is he not? He is the softest player in the NBA. I don't care what anybody says. You know it's true, Carver. Have you ever seen a big man like him get injured more than him? No, and that's why I tell thought me it was who it hilarious, is. hilarious that Vogel tried to sell you the other day that he's so tough and he plays through injuries. He doesn't play through any injuries. What injury does this guy play through? Oh, he's playing tonight. He's playing tonight, so now he's tough. They're going to get now he's Willis Reed tonight. They're losing tonight. They're going home. That's simple. Jeez, I hope you're right. I, I hope you're right because I can't even tell you. Like watching, and I'm watching this fat milkman, your boy Gasol. He's in the starting lineup, that fat galoof Gasol with his <laughs> beer belly. I mean, look at the size of him. I mean, honestly, he should be, you know what he looks like? He looks like a deep sea fisherman uh, taking people out on Marlin tours in the Florida Gulf Coast. <laughs> All right, up on board, kids. No coolers. You buy the beer from me or you don't go. I mean, he look at him. He can't even run. He's so fat and so slow. Oh, my God. He makes the Joker look fast. Here's your boy Davis in the game, playing point guard, no less. They got him out at the top of the key, your boy Davis. They don't want him down low, obviously, because of his, uh, his satchel. He can't get into a battle down low because his onions hurt. He's literally playing point guard. I've seen it all now. And then they're going to run with this uh, Chris Paul story tonight, too. Like, he had his arm cut off or something. It's so funny. Meanwhile, he's chucking air balls. Paul just chucked an air ball with his broken shoulder. Here's an idea, dude. Drop dimes, stop shooting. You have no shot with his arm labrum torn. Honestly, Carver High, you know it's true. I, I, I'll shut up if I'm wrong about any of this stuff. No, I, I'm with you. I, I'm stunned that he's still playing. I know that he's trying to gut it out, too, like Davis, and make it happen. But he has not looked right the entire series. Who was that in the corner? Oh, it was Crowder. We're looking, Crowder, for, three, three, we're looking for three threes from Bridges here tonight. Let's get three three-pointers from Bridges. Let's go. Well, you got a ticket on that for what? Uh, I got a ticket on three uh, bridges to hit three threes and the Suns to win at plus 540. Here's LeBron hitting a three. Now all of a sudden he's going to come to life. It makes me sick to my stomach. I actually don't think 
I'm trying to find a, a like noticeability. I'm trying to find that it's noticeable the injury to to Davis. Uh, Booker just hit a three bomb in Davis's face. I'm trying to see if he can, you know, reach out if he can stretch out with his leg and defend if he can handle a dribble drive if he can move his legs if he can uh bang and post up because right now if you're watching the game turn it on he's literally playing point guard yeah he's all the way out at the the top top of the key key. he's 30 feet out they want no part of him being down low because i know his onions are fried so you know he can Here's barely run. With another three. Did you see him on I, the other side come down the court just now? He can barely he, move. He can't run. What is he run. doing? So, but they're going to run with it with the Willis Reed story tonight. But the reality is he's hurting them, Mike. Yep. He's hurting yes. them. Then uh, he's playing what? point guard. How is a seven-footer playing effing point guard? Explain that to me. When Right before they went to break just now, Crowder hit that three. You were right. On the offensive end, he was way out on the top of the key, almost at midcourt. And then when the Suns were coming the other way, he hobbled and did like a semicircle all the way around the outside and then floated to underneath the basket, going no – he looked like he couldn't run. He, if You're right. He's hurting him, and if he's that hurt, he shouldn't be out there playing. I'll prove it to you tomorrow on a Coast to Coast with Dr. Shivago, right? When you have yeah. a groin tear – You can't, there's two things that keep you from lifting your leg to run. A a quad tear, you can't lift your leg. And a groin tear, you can't lift your leg. Because the muscle comes from the same area. The front of your leg is your quad. And then the groin goes from your satchel down into your leg. It's a muscle that rides all the way down your leg. So when he got injured the other night, it looked like he was holding the inside of his thigh, but it's actually the groin muscle that goes from your onions down your legs. And, and it's when, when you have that injury, you can't even think about running because it pulls at your D and you're just done. I mean, it is absolutely aggravating. It's like having a knife in your onions. You can't run. You can't lift your leg because it feels like a, like a gun going off in your satchel. Do you think people can understand my Portuguese? Anyway, they're going here uh, already in overtime. The Lightning and Canes is for all on a bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. 
Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Brawl on the bench with Carver High. Kucherov, what a great move to break into the Carolina zone, but they got it away from him. He is lethal and dangerous. I got to tell you, Carver High, you know it as well as I do. When you're watching this team, it's a Russian Red Army in blue. I mean, they come at you in waves, and, man, when they have that puck in the zone offensively, they are as sniper dangerous as anything I've ever seen. Uh, They stand out to me with Colorado as the two – most dangerous high-speed attacks with the puck in, in, in of all the teams left standing. I mean, I think your team's really good, and I don't think they can actually hold a candle to this team. No, they, they are the class right now. It's Tampa and Colorado, and if you get that for your Stanley Cup final, that will be a ton of fun watching those two teams, the way that they move the puck. Uh, the offensive skill on both. That would be at a tremendous final if it works out that way for the NHL. And here's Davis think, rolling around on the ground. I mean, uh-oh. geez, it never ends with this guy. Rolling around oh on the ground. Oh. oh, is he is he rolling around on the ground? Oh, yeah. They stopped the whole game now. We've got Davis rolling around. He's, he's sitting there on the floor now. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. It, i got to turn it on. I mean, look at this guy. He's just laying on. They stopped oh, the whole game done. for this guy oh, laying around God. on the ground. And oh, you but know now what? That, that was that was replay itis. Now he's not in the game. No, that no, that was that's him. He's hobbling off to the to the back right now. Oh, he's, he was no, he's going to rock room. He's done. He yeah, can't even walk. Finished. He's finished. And you said what happened? He was hurting them. He was hurting them being out on the court. And you know what just happened now? If by the grace of God they actually did win this game or the next one, he's probably done for the whole playoffs. Now he probably made it completely worse to where now he's completely finished. I hope so. I don't wish ill will on anyone except everyone on the Lakers. <laughs> I do. I do, actually. I wish ill will on him and on Mark Shifley. How's that sound? And I have no bones with the Jets. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 